On this episode of I Learned the Hard Way, three ways to identify the leaders in your organization. This episode comes from a user comment. So Manny, this is for you. Uh, my friend Manny and I were exchanging some messages on LinkedIn and he was uh, watching some of the previous videos on leadership and he was raising what I thought was a really interesting question, which was, if we kind of know what a good leader is, why is it in so many organizations we have executives or managers that aren't good leaders? You know, why do we tend to gravitate that way? And he posted an even more interesting way, which is he says, you know, how do we choose, why do we choose rather, people to be in authority positions that are sometimes detrimental to the organization? And he said, it'd be interesting to look at it from the viewpoint, not just of the organization, you know, how do you recognize those leaders in the organization sort of from a top-down perspective, but also bottom-up, you know, how do people in the organization identify who the real leaders are in their organization. And so I thought this was a great topic. And so, um, you know, we could do, we could do these types of, of, of conversations around characteristics and these sorts of things, but I think it, it's a little bit more interesting to look at the results of a good leader. So I'm gonna posit three ways you can identify the leaders in your organization. And I'll start with the first one. I think good leaders have a really good vision. And, and I often use this concept of a rally flag. And what I mean by that is I think a good leader puts out something that he would want to accomplish and they orchestrate everything on their team and their organizations towards getting there. Now note, when I say leader in this particular case, I don't necessarily mean a leader that is also a manager. It could just be someone uh, that's exhibiting leadership within a team. They have clarity of vision. This is where we need to go. They have clarity of communications. They make sure everyone on the team understands their role in getting the team to that point. And they rally people, they motivate people, they continually work with people to drive to that focal point. And what this results in are, are teams that deliver great outcomes, great results, and they do so with high autonomy. They don't need this constant micromanagement or pressure because they know what they're doing, they work collectively, and that, that sort of collective, uh, sort of uh, fostered collective feeling, collective intelligence, collective sort of uh, motivation is, is really the responsibility of that leader. They, they bring that to the table with the team. So again, how does that look? Well, what you see is a relatively autonomous team that seems to continually execute with really, really high quality. They get things done. When you talk with them, they always know what they're trying to do. They always know where they're trying to get to. They're always focused on driving those results. So I think that's number one. If you see that, you're identifying a leader in the organization. So number two, what's number two? Well, they try to not be reactive as much as humanly possible. And that involves a lot of things. That involves communications, that involves constantly knowing what's going on. They listen, they feel what's going on, they talk with people, they constantly know the status. They're really in tune with the organization at a deep and detailed level, right? So they're really, really trying to understand what's happening so they can get ahead of things. They don't wanna be surprised. They don't wanna to get to the end and find out something horrible has happened. They wanna address issues as early as possible to drive great results. And so they're proactive, they're communicative, they listen, they're inquisitive. They ask questions constantly. They're looking to make sure that they have the information they need to address issues and be proactive versus reactive, all right? So 
They got a great vision. That's one. Uh, they're constantly executing well because they're executing in a proactive way, not a reactive way. They're very much in tune with everything that's going on. They're listening to people. They know what they're doing. They know what they need to do. They know the things they need to get ahead of. Okay, so that brings us to the third one. So number three is this. What they're really, really good at is making sure that everyone is successful around them. And this is what I mean by that. They're, they're, not, they're not these types of people that hate bringing people on the team that might overshadow them. They actually love that. They want the highest performing, smartest people they can possibly surround themselves with to be around them, and there's no ego in that game. They're constantly looking to bring on good people. They're constantly looking to have really sharp, smart, high-performing people around them even if it might make them look like they are less the high-performing person on the team. In other words, it's not about being the smartest person in the room. It's not about being the most performant person on the team. It's about the function of the team and surrounding themselves with great people. Ah, but there's another flip side to this, which is also important. They don't give up on the people that aren't high performers. So they see it inherently as their job to develop that talent and to bring everyone into this success mode where everyone is contributing well to the organization's goals and the team's goals. And that's really important because I think if there's anything in the corporate environment today that sabotages that, it's a lot of the performance management systems that force you to select a low performer. Because why would I invest in a low performer to drive strong performance if I'm just gonna have to pony up someone at the end of the year to get them either on a performance plan or even, even attrited out of the company, right? So, so I think the leaders ignore that. Leaders don't care. Leaders want the people around them to be great. They spend the time, energy, and effort needed to make that happen. All right, so there you go. Three ways to identify the leaders in your organization. Thank you for listening through this whole thing. I appreciate it if you're still with me. And I'm looking forward to seeing you next episode.